0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Show Talk Podcast, your number one growing podcast for the Las Vegas Raiders. I am your host, M Raider. I hope everybody had a great day today on on this Monday. Tomorrow is September 1st. Um, for some of you guys, I know this is really late. This is like the latest I've ever done a podcast. Uh, here in California, it's 8 p.m. By the time this gets out to some of you guys out there, it might be 10 o'clock or 11 p.m. So... It might be the next day for some of y'all. But um, tomorrow, or by the time you're watching this, is September 1st, which means we only have 12 days until the opener against the Panthers. How exciting, guys. You know, we waited forever and ever and ever throughout the offseason. Uh, and uh, a quick mo- a quick minute here, uh, sorry, uh, like for a moment there, It didn't look like we were going to have football this season, you know? Um, You know, that pandemic was taking over. It just didn't seem like the NFL was going to be able to figure out something like the NBA did with the bubble. Oh, obviously, um, they figured something out, obviously, or else I wouldn't be here. Probably not. I'd probably be all sad still, Um, reminiscing about how there could have been a season, but there's not one. Anyways, so, yeah, that's exciting. Um but today we're going to talk about a few things. Today I'm just going to catch you guys up on a few transactions with the Raiders recently. Um, there's not much big news to talk about anymore. Um, today is Monday, so uh, Friday the Raiders officially wrapped up training camp. So training camp's done. Now, the nice big thing with the training camp thing is that um, Saturday on September 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, um, the NFL is requiring all fi- oh, god, all 32 teams to have their t- their teams trimmed down to 53 man rosters. Um, I'm still putting together my 53 man roster. Um, and obviously when I do that, I'll go ahead and um do a podcast. So uh, yeah, obviously that'll happen. But other than that, like I said, the Raiders had a few transactions, and we're gonna start off from the top here. So The Raiders today cut Prince cornerback, Prince Amukamara, veteran presence, who I thought would start at CB2 uh, opposite Trayvon Mullen. But obviously that's not the case because the Raiders seem very enamored by how Arnett has been performing so far. And there's been rumors out there that uh, during practice one day, uh, Amukamara actually got floored by Hunter Renfro on a uh, comeback route. So, that's not good. Obviously, uh, Amukamara is now 31, and we expected him to be a vet presence, but <laughs> he's not going to be around the team much longer. So, But the Raiders did release him today, and you know what? That was kind of a shocker for me. Some people were holding out hope, including myself, that Arnett would start CB2. But I just didn't think the Raiders would trust him quite yet because he's a little raw, and he still needs, he still needs to work some things out before he can actually start. But he's been a surprising camp, so they're going to give him a shot. Now, the concerning thing is that of all the six cornerbacks the Raiders have on the roster right now, well, I think like seven, uh, let's see, we have Mullen, who's 23. We have Arnett, who's 23, right? We have um, guys like Amik Robinson, We have uh, Nevin Lawson. Nevin Lawson is the oldest of the bunch at age 29. And then we have guys like Keyshawn Nixon and Dylan Maven. So those guys are like an average age of 23, which is why I alluded to this uh, in a previous podcast where I was mentioning that, hey, the Raiders have the youngest secondary in the NFL at an average age of 23 years old. I wasn't kidding, guys. I wasn't kidding. Of our six cornerbacks, only one has... An experience level of two years or more, so uh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> that that's, that's actually really scary. That really is scary. Let me tell you, because um, we don't know what we're going to be, what we're going to expect from these uh, young guys. Obviously, you know, the very first week of the two weeks of the season, they got a tough crop of uh, receivers they have to go against. You know, they have to go against the likes of DJ Moore, right? Michael Thomas. In Week 7, they'll have to go against Chris Godwin and Mike Evans? Woohoo! That's going to be tough. Julian Edelman might give them a run for their money. Highly doubt it. But still, like, that's going to be tough, man. So, I've already said that I don't expect make things out of the secondary this year because of how young they really are. Um, But maybe they'll show up. You know, I'm hoping they do. Anybody hopes they do. Anyways, back to Mukamara. The Raiders cut him after signing him four months ago. So, he's gone. And he's our first cut to get down to uh, 53. Right now, after the release of Mukamara, the roster stands at 80. So, and like I said, we need to get down to 53 by Saturday. Now, side note, guys. In 2022, the NFL is going to expand rosters from 53 to 56. So, just keep that in mind. Okay, um, that's going to happen sooner or later. You know, with the uh, – okay, let me just rewind here. Let me go ahead and just say this now. A few rules that you guys have to remember that are going to go affect the next few years. This year, effective AFC and NFC 7th seed, which means now an extra team will be able to go into the playoffs. Now, uh, towards the end of the year, if the Raiders are doing good, I'll go ahead and explain why I think the Raiders will get the 7th seed. Um. Also, remember, in 2022 – the NFL will now play uh, 17 game seasons, okay? On top of that, in 2022, the NFL will increase roster sizes from 53 to 56 and will increase practice squad sizes from uh, 12 to 16. So just remember that, guys, okay? I know I'm going to have to remind everybody a little bit later down the line, but it's good to have that in the back of your head now, right? So, um... Yeah. So 2022 is going to be a big year for the NFL, huh? <laughs> Hopefully the Raiders are good by then, huh? I, I, I think we should be. Um, but anyways, now let me address the bigger news, and that is that on S- Saturday morning, the Raiders were up and working. They acquired linebacker Rayquan McMillan from the Miami Dolphins in exchange for a fifth-round pick. What? Well, sorry. In exchange for a fourth-round pick to the Dolphins, and a fifth-round pick to us. So, in other words, the Raiders got McMillan, they got uh, a fifth, and the Dolphins got a fourth. And uh, yesterday, in fact, he passed his physical and now is officially on the team. I like McMillan a lot. Um, As somebody who got drafted uh, 38th overall back in 2017, as a linebacker, obviously, out of, uh, I think, I think he played at Texas A&M. I think I'm. I might be wrong, but um, you know he's really good. His upside is tremendous. Um, he has a few. He has a, a few issues against pass defense, but on the run with run defense, the dude's all over the place. I mean, that guy can shut down a running back at any corner. Um, so I think the Reds are gonna love having him. Uh, Play that either Mike linebacker or weak side linebacker. And um, having him try to stuff the run. Something that Nicholas Morrow was okay at, but not good enough at. So um, getting him for a fifth, essentially, or for a fourth, and a, yeah, for a fourth, I think that's a steal, you know. Because truthfully, with guys like um, Jerome Baker and I know they drafted some other guys. I know they lost Vince Beagle for the year, but with all the linebacker depth they had down there in Miami, there was a good chance that McMillan was going to get cut. So they did the smart thing, unlike the Jaguars, and tried to get something for a player they were disgruntled with and who they were going to cut and who had a lot of value. <clears throat> Leonard Fournette. <clears throat> <clears throat> but, uh, you know, um, that that's that. I, like I said, I love McMillan. He's a he. Like I said, he's got a lot of upside. I think he should. Well, I don't know. I think he'll probably. St- uh, this is what I'm hoping. This will probably not happen. And in fact, I was thinking to myself this morning. I was thinking about McMillan this morning, and I told myself, look. Even though I want him to start week one, it would probably be wise for the Raiders not to start him. And here's why. Okay, he just got dr- he just got uh, traded to the team this week. He had no time at all whatsoever. To get a feel for the playbooks, for the coaches, or most importantly, what the stadium's gonna feel like. You know, so uh he got no feel for that. The only downside with McMillan is that he's injury prone. Uh rookie year he tore his ACL and missed his entire rookie year. 2018, he played in ten games, and this year he played in eight. Or this last year he played in eight. So uh, you know, durability is quite uh, kind of an issue. But I think he'll be good enough. Um, If we can get him right, man, that's a steal for us. I'm telling you, McMillan has so much potential, he's just one of those players that has to be on the right team to unlock it. You know? Uh, But like I was telling you guys, I was thinking to myself about McMillan this morning, and I told myself, look, you know, as much as I want us to start McMillan this year, or week one, rather, in 13 days, like I said, he hasn't had time to... Get a grasp for anything with the Las Vegas Raiders in terms of the football operations, right? Um, so he would probably kind of struggle. Uh, so I don't think they will start him week one. And I, like I said, I really hope they do, but I definitely think they'd be uh, wise not to. Now, eventually, I do expect him to claim a starting role by, let's say, after the bye week, week six. But you know, we'll see. Um, but like I said, I love I love Gideon McMillan. Uh, he's good. He's really good at in the run. He's got a bit of issues too uh, in terms of reading pass defense, like I've said. But he can get it done. And I think he's definitely a better option than Morrow. And uh, you know what? Let me tell you guys something about Nicholas Morrow. So the Raiders over the last few days have obviously done a lot with the linebacker position. And our training for McMillan signal is no different. It's obvious they don't like something about... Uh, Nicholas Morrow. Now, you could say the thing about Javen White, but I hope it's Nicholas Morrow more than Javen White because obviously uh, I think we're all Javen White homers at this point, <laughs> and uh, we want him to stick around. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, we'll, we'll see. But uh, there's the new son McMillan. I love the move, and I can't wait to see him play on the field because he's a good fit for us, a scheme fit and just a raw fit. So, um, linebacker. Um, Sorry. Gunther's finally got some linebackers, man. Can you put it all together? Holy crap. I don't remember the last time the Raiders had good linebackers. Whew. The, the last good linebacker we had it was like Nick Roach in 2012. <laughs> I mean, he's been that bad. The Raiders finally have linebackers. Finally. You don't know how... I, as a diehard fan, you don't know how good that feels, man. Whew. Oh, man. I mean, you could run through our old linebacker courts over the last five years like a bus saw, but now... We got some dogs. So (laughs) I'm really happy about that one, obviously. Um, Yeah, so there's that. Other than that, that's pretty much it. Like I said, the uh, NFL teams have to get their final 53-man roster submitted by Saturday at 4 p.m. So that'll be interesting. You know, there'll be some surprise cuts uh, on all teams. So um, hopefully... The Raiders actually use, because every year, each NFL team gets one free waiver claim, regardless of position or anything coming out of the preseason. Now, obviously, there was no preseason this year, but obviously, they'll go ahead and honor it the same way they would if there was an actual preseason. Now, let's hope that the Raiders actually use that one free waiver on a position and the player we actually need. Last year, they used it on trash can to Sean Kaiser, and guess what? He did absolutely nothing for us. (laughs) Backup quarterback, third string quarterback. Why do we need him? I don't know. Reminder, guys, Nathan Peterman is still on the team. But, uh, I mean, (laughs) I don't know why the Raiders decided to pick him up. Out of all the players we could have gotten, they say, eh, let's go get Deshaun Kaiser. Let's have him do nothing for us on the bench, and let's cut him in March of the following year. Because that's exactly what they did. After all the facilities got uh, shut down back in April, they cut him. So, like, why? You know, if he has no value to the team, why would you use your one waiver claim on somebody who we didn't need when there was other good guys out there, man? It's like it's it's it's, it's awful. I mean, why would you do it? So, hopefully this year they actually use it on somebody of need, <laughs> um, then uh, then not using it on using it on a player we actually don't need. So. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if this matters to any of you guys, but today the Panthers uh, announced that Bank of America Stadium will feature Week One against the Raiders with no fans. So the Raiders and Raider Nation will not be able to go support in Carolina. Now we already know the Legion Stadium has said there's not going to be any fans. So that's sad. I'm I'm still pretty upset about that. Let's not get that twisted. You know, funny thing is. I was uh, I was on Twitter today, right? And I was scrolling through Twitter, right? And I found something really stupid. It was like the Niners are charging their fans $149 for to to have their faces printed out on a cardboard cutout. Really? They're really charging? They're really charging $149. <laughs> $149. For their fans to have a cutout of their faces in, uh, in Levi Stadium. That's awful. I wouldn't even pay that much. If the Raiders give me that offer, i say I'd rather have the season ticket holders a box than spending $149 on a piece of cardboard. I mean, really. That gets you absolutely nothing besides wasting money on a piece of cardboard to sit there and probably fall out of the seat by halftime. So, I mean, it's like, really? How stupid. It's, it's terrible. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know why you would think that's a good idea. So, yeah. Now, um, week five of the, week five against the Chiefs, we're still on track two Um Arrowhead Stadium will open up on September 10th, the Thursday night opener. Uh, we'll open up on September 10th, and um, they'll have – 25% fans. So so far, we should know that the Raiders, right now, as of right now, will be able to go raid Arrowhead Stadium, in some capacity. So that's good. That's good. Um. Other than that, Madden 21 came out uh, on Friday. Few of the ratings look good. Few of the ratings look bad. Uh, that's just white noise, you know. Um, but other than that guys, that's pretty much all I got uh, this weekend I'm gonna try to have my my good friend who's really good with fantasy stats and stuff you know with fantasy football season starting I'm gonna try to have him on um I'll meet you guys if I actually get if I actually get him on for a show if anything it'll probably be during the weekend like I said but um yeah that's pretty much all I got thank you guys for listening. Make sure if you guys are listening to go leave us a rating on Apple Podcast. Go leave us a five-star rating if possible. Um, Go ahead and go listen to us on uh, uh, Spotify, Beaker, Apple, uh, Google Podcast. Just say play the Shield Talk podcast into your uh, Google Home system and it should work. Uh, You can also listen to us on Radio Public, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find podcasts, guys. Um, I, I I know I'm forgetting a few, but there's a few. Anyways, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, I am your host, Aaron Raider, and thank you guys for listening to Sh- Shield Talk, your number one growing podcast for the Las Vegas Raiders. Next episode, I'll probably talk about how I can have you guys start mailing in questions into the show. So stay tuned for that. But thank you guys for listening to Shield Talk.